Welcome to episode 11 of the Grip It and Rip It podcast. With me this week are my good buddies Chris Nalepa. Good evening. And Andy Jacques. How we doing, Jerry folks? Yeah, we're pretty good. How are you, Andy? Oh, really good. Yeah, yeah. Ready for Christmas? I certainly am, finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andy, yeah, uh, he posted pictures of his uh, Christmas tree in the corner that he put up today. Yeah, it's absolutely shift. beautiful. Yeah, makeshift Christmas, Christmas tree. <laughs> Taped to the walls. Yeah, red, green. Hey, man. <laughs> Keep your sticks on the ice, boys. If she doesn't find you handsome, at least she should find you handy. That's gotta good. Get, gotta be handy. Yeah. Andy's handy. Uh, so this week we had Eric Carlson get suspended. What do we think of that, boys? Suspended dirty bird. Dirty, dirty stuff. Dirty bird. He got two games for his blindside headshot to Austin uh, Wagner, right? He, uh, yeah, this isn't exactly something we expect from Carlson normally. Is I don't know. What it do you guys think? Looked, it looked, oh, I don't want to use this term, but it, it looked predatory. Like, I don't know if if uh, Wagner had done something just previous on like maybe a shift before or earlier in that shift, but for Carlson to come across the ice from the, uh, from, I think he's right D and Wagner was coming up sort of the middle, little on the right side. Uh, but it was a little bit of a suicide pass too. Be- uh, yeah. You know, cause Wagner, unfortunately uh, he kept his head down uh, while he accepted the pass and maybe a stride later, but man, Carlson came through like, Kind of like a Matt Cook kind of thing. <laughs> it was <laughs> dirty. Uh, shoulder right to the jaw. It, you know, you can slow it down as slow as you want. It, it's, it doesn't look any better. So yeah, two games, and that's pretty much only because it's his first offense. It's yeah, suspension of all offense. He's been fined once before, but he's it, a relatively clean record. <laughs> it would be pretty tough because when you do get those long bomb passes, and someone can see it clearly because Carlson is talented enough. He sees the game well. He can see that, you know, okay, this guy's going to pass it up here. And in his mind, he's already going one direction to intercept it. And then, you know, he smokes him, like you said. So, See, I agree that Carlson has the vision to anticipate that pass all day. Yeah. He, I think he also is responsible for uh, checking through the core. And he did not. Mm-hmm. Like, he had every opportunity to hit him a- anywhere uh he chose the, the head so i don't know if it was a mental lapse what it was but well, it was bad you could easily take a crayon and draw that upward trajectory that he had when he had the hit right he <laughs> makes the hit in a total angle like up yeah. to the right angle right into his head he that absolutely on like there's no doubt about it he did that on purpose he was aiming for the guy's head he went upwards with his whole body there's no doubt he yeah and his d was partner was right guy. in front of him so yeah. like you know, right in front of the uh, right in front of Wagner. So he didn't need to be there. He was there for a reason, and I'm not sure what it was, but but that was an uh oh. Such you know a what? bizarre year for Carlson, right? We've yeah. talked about it a few times before, but for this to happen, this has never happened in Ottawa. You Poor wonder if this is frustration. Coral. Poor him. Yeah, no, I I feel fine about it. Again, <laughs> it's one thing that we're not dealing with. Not. We can we can look at this from the Ottawa perspective and just kind of smile, just smirk, like yeah, oh whatever. well. Yeah. Yep, not our problem at least. Getting free so agency. Get the hell in there and figure out what you're gonna do with your life. Is that is that what's gonna happen? Like, are we just are we done? Like, is San Jose not gonna resign him? Are we pretty convinced of that? <laughs> he doesn't know what I, he wants to do. He doesn't seem like he's sure, even in his press or, conferences. Or, or like, does he know what he wants? Like, does he want to get a just a big dollar value out of this? 
Yeah, I don't think we're there money. yet. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, is this my money phone? Hello, are you there? <laughs> I don't think I don't think we're there yet. I don't think in either San Jose or Carlson have really thought about it that much. I think uh, he's probably getting to the point where he needs to start making decisions because you know. If they're not going to be a huge contender, then they need to move on, right? Like we said before, Carlson's not really the right fit for San Jose. So, yeah, you're right. San Jose, yeah, the team, they might have already figured out that they don't want to keep him long term. So this could have been a temporary thing for him to, I don't know, to try to try to shake things up, try to see if that ultra defense, you know, offensive defensive guy would work with Burns and Carlson. But if it doesn't work, then whatever it was, hyped, it was hyped like it was going to be the best thing since sliced bread yeah, it was hyped like man man it was pretty uh pretty <laughs> <hyped>. <laughs> like, i don't i don't blame them for trying it's not like it's, no, anything. Sure. it's been done before i haven't i can't name a defensive pair that was like this where you had two unbelievably offensive-minded defensemen playing on the same team they tried something new and i just don't think it's working Carlson needs to go somewhere where he can be that lead, like in Ottawa, right? He was the leader in Ottawa, and I think that helped him shine. He could, it, it fed his ego. His ego is probably hurting right now, being in San Jose and being the smaller fish in a big pond. Yeah, man, he's like his coffee. He's bitter, you know. It is what it is. <laughs> but, but like, fair enough, though. I mean, when when you're the guy, when you're the captain, when when you have it all you know media uh, you know all the attention all the uh, like you know and that Dance. comes with good and bad like you know exactly like when you're when you're loved in a city uh, and and then whenever you go to a place where it's just 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 play hockey like that's you know i'm not saying it's not he's not popular but he's not the like the big like the big guy on the team anymore so that changes his game and maybe this is who he is as a second or third guy yeah like when he's not the face of the franchise so but did you guys like get the feeling that this was a rental all along because it's pretty expensive for a rental it's expensive but it's temporary right it's not a huge deal to have him on for a rental for one year then just let him go what they gave up though is what i mean like for yeah they didn't give up no they didn't give up enough for for taking the gamble so it was a gamble and they probably lost it but i don't think they actually gave up that much they gave up a little bit but not that much not when their attitude was to we have to go for this now because if we don't go for it now we're going to have to do a rebuild in the future. They know that's going to be happening. A lot of their pieces are starting to get older. Thankfully, they have burns, too, that they can build around. But they're going to have to do at least a retool. So I think going all in on the 2018-2019 season was a gamble. They lost it, and now they're just going to need to move on from this and probably just get nothing for that. It's going to be a loss, but well, not a huge so loss. Does so that, does that change from, like, are they still all in with him? Like, are they going to ride out the year? Or are they going to flip they him at the deadline to. and recoup some stuff? They, they well, have they to have to him. if they can. Like, have if they, to what? They have ride to trade him, man. Him. I think they're going to ride him. I'm going to argue, oh, yeah. Brian. Yeah. See, that's what I mean exactly. Like, it could go either way at this point. Unless there's a team, unless Carlson's allowed to talk to other teams and find a situation that he's going to sign long term. If there's a team in mind that they think they can, because if they can trade him for anything, it's going to be better than letting him go, right? Like, if they could trade him for a pack a Gatorade powder it's going to be better than letting him go so I think if you can have him talk with some teams find out from him who do you want to go to like maybe he's got Vancouver in mind something like that like maybe he wants to be 
in a new situation. Like, obviously, he's not going to want to be back in Ottawa, but wherever he would like to go, maybe start making deals, you know, like behind-the-scenes dealings to see if you can get something out of this. Otherwise, I agree with Chris. You just have to ride this out and see what happens at the end of the year. Because it's not that bad either. I mean, riding it out, really, they're probably going to be in the playoffs anyway, so... Yeah. yeah, and once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen, right? Like, they could they could absolutely light it up in April, May, June, and end up winning a cup. Like, it, nothing's impossible. Yeah. You know, I'm not thinking that's likely, but nothing's impossible. They still have a ton of talent on that team. You guys got anything else to say about them, or do you want to move on? Screw no, Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got away with a week and not talking Ottawa. Yeah, I, I mentioned that so just uh, part in the curtains. I mentioned that right before we started, and then I looked and I'm like, oh no, our first topic's related to Ottawa. Still, that's pretty. We we Almost can't do one. it. Yeah, we. So speaking of like playoffs, San Jose is one of the teams that looks like they're going to be a lock to be in. Christmas is like official, unofficial, sort of halfway point in the season. I know it's a little under the exact halfway uh, games played for most teams. But uh, if we want to go through sort of like the division standings, just as it stands to see who's pretty much, because I mean, everybody's been saying for the last couple of years, like American Thanksgiving teams that are in the playoff spot, usually like 90% of them are making it at the end of the year. Like there's very little change now that it's Christmas. Now that it's about the halfway, uh, I was going to look at uh, the divisions and see sort of like who's in, who's out and who might be contending for a spot. What do you guys think? Yeah, you're definitely right. This is the time. This is the moment where a lot of people say things are already, if not locked in, at least very close to locked in. The playoff picture is what it's going to be. I think this year it's not exactly like that because there's just so many teams that are kind of around each other. When you look at that wild card area, just below the wild card area, there's a bunch of teams that are grouped up that all it would take is a little bit of a winning streak and they'd be up in that wild card, right? You've got your Florida's the Rangers, Detroit, Carolina. That's a lot of teams that are just below it in the East, right? Like it's the same. It's similar in the West. You've got Minnesota, Vancouver, and Dallas that are all just below it, below Edmonton, right? And then yep. Anaheim's kind of a little bit stronger. But I think, I think in the East, uh, you've got a lot that can change between now and then. But like you say, when you look at it historically, what you have at Christmas is what you get for the playoffs. So like, I want to say that your Floridas, your Detroits, and Carolinas, I don't think have a chance. Like, if they, I want to, I really want to pay attention this year and see where we are right now, snapshot it, and see where we get in, in the end. This year has been a little all over the place because it's a little bit of a transition in a way of the league that I'm not exactly, I'm not loving, but at the same time, it's entertaining. Uh, basically, like, your Tampas, uh, your Washingtons, Tor Toronto. Buffalo might and, make it. They're, they're, that's they're what I mean, but, but like, situation. for locks... For locks in the Atlantic, I say Tampa, Toronto are locked in. They're they're going. The Winnipeg. other team that for that third spot, I think will be either Buffalo, Montreal, or Boston. They're within about three or four points of each other. And then in the the wild card out of the Atlantic, I don't think anybody has a chance. I don't think that your Ottawa's and stuff are even going <laughs> to contend. Uh, no, but it's just a reality this year. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> it you is know, a and reality. Then, and in the Metro, I don't think anybody's moving outside of Washington, Columbus, and Pittsburgh. The Islanders are their season's going to be a success in the sense that like they didn't completely fold under the under losing Tavares. You know, that's going to be their shining light. But I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, and yeah, the Rangers are still in that season of of turnaround. So again, they're not going. And everybody below them doesn't have a shot really either. Uh, now that being said they're i don't know seven or eight points out 
a lot of games left to play. This is supposed to be the lock-in time. So that kind of takes care of the East a little bit. Uh, in the West, like Chris was saying about how Winnipeg, like they are locked yeah. in. They're they're just rolling teams. So they're Calgary. beating up everybody in the way. They had an amazing game against Vancouver last night on the 22nd, by the way. And I was going to make a comparison. There was a play. I was watching it. There was a play with Brock Besser at the point on, I think it was a power play. Anyway, Shifley was behind him in a total blind spot. Shifley had the pick of the litter in terms he could have knocked him right out he could have destroyed him from behind. Like, Besser had the puck kind of trying to look for a pass. Shifley let up big time, really big time, and only gave him sort of a little shot on the shoulder just to knock him off the puck. And yeah, I man. thought that was a vi- – exactly. I thought that was a very good example of making a smart play. Now, yeah. I don't think there was a penalty on the play. I, I don't believe so. But people were kind of umming and on, and he sort of, like, told the ref, like, you could see it. He told him, like, listen – I could have like knocked him out and he didn't, <laughs> you know, like you could see it on the bench and the common, you know, the color commentators are saying the same thing. So uh, Winnipeg's rolling over people. Nashville is, was doing really well, but in their last couple games, they're like four five and one. So they're kind of going through a little bit of a cold streak. Colorado's top line is unstoppable, but they uh, currently hold the third spot in the central. They're also on a cold streak right now. Yeah, they're yeah. they're kind of losing those one goal games, which are a little unfortunate. Anaheim's right behind them. They're they're currently in a in a wild card spot. And then if you switch to the Pacific, Calgary finally, Calgary's yep. like pulling out these awesome wins. Uh, Johnny Ham and Cheese is looking amazing. Kachuk's playing awesome. Yeah, Kachuk's doing great. I you know those Carolina pickups are are flourishing. It's yep. it's it's great. Then there's San Jose and uh, Vegas is back in it, boys. Uh, <laughs> I hope right they drop the out. Too. They're gonna drop out. Another yeah. Washington-Vegas final, no big deal. No, no. But uh, Edmonton is in a wild card spot, or at least tied for one, and Vancouver's one point behind. So they're crawling back in. So right now it looks pretty good, but like your Minnesota's, your St. Louis, train wreck of the season. Mm-hmm. Arizona tries, but they can only score shorthanded apparently. You know, Chicago and L.A. are out, so... That's so funny. It's so quickly how they fall, right? Like, those two powerhouses from a few years ago, L.A. and Chicago, are just way down there now. Man, just the bizarre. Chicago thing's weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the very sh- weird. Like, L.A., I, I think there's a... Re- like, you can almost reason out why they're low like this. Everybody's just getting old, essentially. Yeah, plus like, some injuries. Plus that... some injuries, you know. Yeah, when Quick's um, out, it's tough on the team. But Chicago, man, like, they blame this all on, man, on like, coaching and, well, assistant coaching and, and then head coaching, essentially. But it's bad, well, not bad contracts, but uh, expensive contracts and not really playing up to those, I think, is Chicago's reason. So mm-hmm. I wanted to go through the standings, and uh, that's, that's kind of where we sit right now, a little snapshot. I know it was quick, but... I want to see if this translates to the end of the season. If I could take away anything from this. Yeah, I think I think I think you're pretty right. Like I think where they're sitting now is very likely what's going to happen. I'd like to see Vancouver with a bit of a push. I think they have some of that talent that can push them up in higher spots in the standings. I have a feeling Edmonton is going to be that thing that gives. I think mm-hmm. Edmonton uh, they're just they're just not solid enough and I think the change of coaching isn't going to reap immediate rewards i think that might i think long term i think that's a great thing i think it's going to be great for the team but short term maybe not so much i don't think that's typically uh going to put you in an upward trajectory so they might fall back 
Vegas, I'm with Chris on that one. I, I <laughs> just don't want to watch them succeed anymore. Yeah, it just don't it. just bothers yeah. me, and yeah. I know I'm a jerk because of it, but that's the truth. Uh, who cares? San Jose sit out here. Yeah, San Jose's doing just fine. Like they're they're they've got so many pieces that work so well. They're definitely going to be there. It's whether or not they can compete. But like, I want to touch on the biggest point that you made. Winnipeg is so exciting, and I know I've made that point before. But I want them to win the Stanley Cup so bad. It would be, so be awesome. pretty neat. I just I want to be there. I would like I'm not that in a financial position cool. to head over to Winnipeg, but man, nothing would make me happier to go be in Winnipeg when they win a Stanley Cup. To ha- to go to those parties, to be out on the streets, to see what Winnipeg is like the moment they hoist the cup. I would love I think of all the cities that love hockey, that would be the most exciting place to be to watch them win a Stanley Cup. That whiteout in that arena. Oh, it's got to be like goosebumps. Their yeah. fans, it's got to be crazy. Their fans do it so right. It's unbelievable. They like shout out to those fans. They're the best in the league by far. It's not a huge market. The city's not big. Well, it's a big uh, market. It's just not no. a big arena. Yeah, the arena's it's not small. a big market. Their city isn't that big. It's well, not... okay, I guess in terms of numbers, but in terms of like percentage of fan, like for the market, I think it's really huge. Well, that's the whole point, right? Is Winnipeg? That's what you do in Winnipeg, right? You go and watch <laughs> a hockey game. That's the thing yeah. to do. Yeah, as much as yeah, it's funny. It's true, but it, it is what it is. Winnipeg isn't exactly the most. It's not New York City where there's a million different things to do. It's Winnipeg. They don't have a huge uh, cultural, like I don't know. There's no Broadway in Winnipeg. They they got hockey, and that's what they got. So going the way they put all in into hockey, how everybody in the city seems to get up over hockey is just so exciting. Like, I wish we had that here. Obviously, we don't. I try to contribute as much as I can, but there's only so much each fan can do. But in Winnipeg, everybody and their sister watches hockey. So just to watch, man, it kills me. I love the passion in that city. I, I hope it lasts. I hope this isn't just a we got our team back and maybe the first few years is like this. And I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think that's the case. I think this is going to be a long-lasting thing. And that's not the reason they lost their team. It's not because they didn't have fans. It's because they didn't have corporate. So as long as they can keep the funding, they'll keep their team. And that's so exciting for me. Yeah, they well, then they built from, like, within, too. So everything screens, like... Um... You know, everybody's a fan of the team because, like, they, they've they drafted really well. They have really nice, friendly team, team-friendly team contracts. Shifley, wow. You know, they, they keep around the, the, the glue guys, and it doesn't hurt to have Big Buff on there either. <laughs> <laughs> An entertaining guy, right? They have so many – they have so much personality in that town for hockey. There's just so many players that you like to watch that just stick out as just guys you want to see succeed. I want to see Bufflin hoist the cup. I'm going to cheer so loudly to watch <laughs> Bufflin hoist the cup. That's going to be the funniest thing. He's going to break the thing. It's going to be it's going to be ridiculous. The guy pulls off two people off the scrap heap. Yeah. <laughs> on the regular. He's so big. Like and he's strong. a bouncer out there. It's hilarious. <laughs> I know hockey's not hockey's not the tough guy sport it used to be, but he is just that image of Like, he would be tough in any era of hockey. It doesn't matter. Like, you go back to the tough days in the 90s, the 80s, the 70s. Any era, you put Bufflin in, and he's kicking ass. He is just the epitome of what a hockey player... Like, he's the caricature of a hockey player, and he has skill, right? Like, it's not like he goes out there and doesn't pull his weight. He pulls his weight as well as controls the ice with his presence. He's just such an interesting player to watch. So from one team that's relocated to another, Carolina 
hosted their uh, Whalers night tonight and and wore Hartford Whalers green. I thought that was awesome. There's not enough green in the league. Isn't that cute? It, yeah. it was, I like it. Uh, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I'm not going to lie. I find it a little weird. Wacky GM, man. Yeah, I don't know how how to put it. What it just I do like it and I I hope Hartford fans like uh, the old Hartford fans take it the right way. I hope nobody takes offense to it. I don't know why they would exactly. This is the thing. I can't put words to it, but there's just something about it that just seems icky. Yeah, Tom Dundon. <laughs> Tom Dundon, man, he's nuts. Yeah. Like I guess he's been planning this like a week after he took over the team. That he would do this, eh? Yeah, like, this guy's weird all around. Like, he wants guys to wear, like, specific jersey colors. Uh, he doesn't like this. He likes that. Uh, he sets prices. He wants to be involved. Whatever. Uh, the, you know, like, I don't know. This team might be doing a lot of stuff in the right way, but it just seems like a lot of experimental stuff, which yeah. isn't bad. Like, it's change for the sake of change, but it's not terrible stuff. Okay, like, so... The I guess celebrations the reason... after the after the wins are oh are those are funny. Wicked. Those are funny. <laughs> the way I guess the, the problem I have it is like Quebec City went to what Colorado right? Quebec yeah, went to yeah, Colorado. Yeah. What if Colorado in like 1996-97 or something? Now now I know like while the, the the wound isn't fresh anymore for for Hartford for Quebec any it's not fresh. But what if Colorado wore Quebec jerseys? Like you might actually that. watch a bunch of Frenchmen hop in their cars and head down to just kick somebody's <laughs> ass like i could see it Those being an absolute yeah they could be at yeah and that's but that's why like okay so there's that what if winnipeg what if winnipeg went to phoenix what if phoenix wore jets old jets jerseys one night they thought that about it but they, been... don't, but they don't have the i guess there's something to do with like the emblem or whatever they couldn't but sure i, but I understand they... what you're saying i there's just there's not a lot of examples of it but I don't know. I literally know zero things about the city of Hartford. I know absolutely nothing about the city of Hartford. I don't know how. I know, they like, I know like two or three things, <laughs> and it's kind of cool. Is is there a huge movement in Hartford to try no. to bring the whales no. back? No, no it's, not dead. At all. it's dead. It's dead. It's dead. And 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 like even like way up in the board of governors, they're like, it's not coming back. It's it's, it's just it's not a market. It, it it had a team. It you know it had somewhat of a fan base. They're a little bit hurt because it left, but. You know, the yeah, almighty dollar fans, drives that. So. Yeah, those fans who liked it are sad it's gone, but it's just it, that the fan. a few fans is not going to bring a hockey team back. Yeah, if you do it with taste and respect, if Colorado would have wear them, then I think that's pretty neat. I would be against it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would work as well in Colorado. I think this is fine because it's dead and buried. It's not dead and buried in Quebec. Quebec is so itching that's, for a team. That's the thing is I think that'd be a little bit of salt on a wound there. Yeah. So because, maybe I'm just comparing apples to oranges well, or something. Well, it's not something you would just do for the sake of doing. You'd have to be like, there'd have to be a reason, right? Well, then no. what's the reason to no. this one? There's definitely because no this is for just for the sake of doing it, I think. Uh, but there's nobody to honor anybody from it. Maybe there's the difference: is there's nobody to offend, so they went for it, right? There's nobody. There's <laughs> yeah, okay, so a few guys got offended. Hartford, yeah, well, a few exactly, but a, a tiny minority of here. people that don't affect your <laughs> bottom dollar whatsoever, right? Whereas if people were protesting about, and that got into the news about your hockey team, like maybe Phoenix, right? If they, if Arizona got protested about, maybe they would have issues with that. Hey, if Midget Hockey, the name of that is going to be changed, then this might, oh. there might be an issue here too. So, <laughs> Oh, the sensitivities through the roof. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, the Carolina fans were screaming, let's go Whalers. So, They're yeah, obviously you know, into it. 
But see, that's the thing. I think I think what the the mo behind this is just get the fans involved. Anyway, anyway, you know, like just celebrations of flopping around like whales after this win tonight. Uh, you know, they're they're chanting "Let's go Whalers." They're playing the brass bonanza every time the team scored tonight. Like, you know, like it's just in an effort to revitalize revitalize that's that's that they, fan base. They were, I remember it was. I think it was last year we were talking about it. I was looking at the stats of attendances, right? Because Ottawa's attendance was starting to go down, but we were still up there. Like we were around twenty, I think, at the time. Which, like, it's bad, but it's not like the worst. You're not going to talk about moving a team who's in the top two thirds, right? Just like, close it's up not... the upper bowl, no big deal. Well, yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> it was like, cold you up know there. You know what I mean? We weren't, we weren't the, we weren't guys. the Come bottom on, of the it. league. But, but when I looked at what the bottom of the league actually was and saw oh, that yeah. Carolina was the bottom of the league, nobody was going to games. You were talking about average attendances of like 7,000. You were talking yeah. about Florida's, Arizona's, but then Carolina was below those by a huge margin. Nobody was going to these games. They were about to die. And now this, they're trying. They're you trying. Could fly to from from Toronto or whatever, like around here, Toronto, Ottawa. You could fly from around here to Florida, buy tickets, have a hot dog and a beer, fly back for cheaper than a Leafs ticket. Yeah, that's you know, cool. like it, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, it's like, crazy. You know, in some markets, they're just telling fans like, you know, who buy like upper bowl stuff. They're like, just come down, just just come down. To the lower bowl just to make it look more full like yeah because that's what the camera's gonna see yeah exactly like it's sometimes yeah. it's a little bit ridiculous and carolina was definitely one of them so i don't know this is wacky but it's working i guess yeah no it's good it's uh i'm, I'm glad i don't like to see teams disappear like i do i talk about that line i like to draw across the united states if you can't have ice can't have a hockey team but <laughs> i do want this i do want the league to succeed there are certain teams i want to i want to see disappear but uh, carolina like if you work hard enough like I'm, I'm i'm excited for you if you can build fans if fans are excited genuinely excited then that's a good thing i'm all about fans and i know that's the opposite of what actually moves this sport it's all about money but fans can hope bring in money you know more fans means more eyes on ads which brings more corporate so if they can do this and save the team i'm all for it excited i'm excited you want to talk excited mm. the 26th is coming up and that's when the juniors start now World i'm juniors. excited <laughs> yeah i really want to see me some juniors this this pre-game that you know this kind of stuff i i'm trying to stay away from it it's hard, but I'm. I, I really just want I'm to watch the actual. I know I'm you're watching currently it. watching. Right, it's it's on right now. We got 16:25 <laughs> left in the second period. <laughs> I just want to see the real deal, and and I'm gonna be following it the whole tournament, which is gonna be great. Yeah, no, totally agree. I think Canada's looking pretty solid. I'm excited to watch them. I'm excited to watch uh, Jack Hughes. That should be exciting. Yep. Uh, there's. Uh, I hope we can all get together to watch that gold medal game that Canada's gonna win. That'll be fun. <laughs> On the fifth, eight o'clock. Maybe I can tell my story next uh, next episode. I can tell my story about how I got to go to the gold medal game of the World Juniors when it was here in Ottawa. Yes, I can't wait. Tell to you me. moment to moment. I have recollections of the whole thing. I have pictures from the whole night. Oh man, best night of my life. So good. Best hockey experience I've ever had. I love the juniors. All and, right, we'll and get to Finland that next scored. week. <laughs> oh, Finland just scored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice yeah yeah not that i'm i'm paying total attention to what we're doing speaking here. of fins uh rask was quoted earlier today in that loss to q uh, carolina he let in two shorties uh to aho and teravinen and he said quote it's an early christmas gift to my fellow fins and oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bet coach like that yeah oh, yeah 
I like it. It's it's nice. Uh, it's that's nice fun. stuff. To talk it, that's about. some comedy. That's just comedy. He's just throwing. Yeah. I hope nobody takes that too seriously. But yeah. Right. Well, to next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode. If you have any feedback or questions, email us at gripitpod at gmail Again, our email is pretty empty right now. I want to see some more of those. So uh, all you listeners start writing in, and then follow us on Twitter at gripitpod. We'll see you later, boys. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, Sunil speaks up next episode. Yeah, he was quiet today. <laughs> he, sat, he sat it. On, he sat it on mute the whole time. No, oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah, another mistake. <laughs> all right, stay regular. Yeah, see you, boys.